Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. What's going on, Steelers Nation Radio? It is high noon on a Thursday afternoon. That can only mean one thing. It's time to go inside the electric factory here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, our new Thursday edition of the Blitz. We've got our buddy Jacob Recht with us here, co-host of the Steelers Standard, producer of the DVE Morning Show. I mean, he's here, he's there, he's everywhere. What's up, pal? And I've been everywhere since about 4 a.m. this morning. I know. God bless you. I'm happy to end my day with Wes. I feel like we haven't done anything on air together. I think the last time we were doing something like this was back in March for our little March Madness action that we had going on at 970. But uh, always happy to be welcome into the Blitz. Always, you know, a warm welcome whenever I'm welcomed into the locker room. You know, the Blitz, just as dear to my heart as any show. Certainly none of them, now though. you're just buttering me up. Certainly no one comes close, though, to how close I hold Matt Williamson and Dale Lawley to my heart. Those guys are are so special to me. I, I have such a special relationship with those two. I hope they're listening to this right now because <laughs> this is essentially my ode to Matt and Dale. There you go. There you go. Oh, I love it. Yes, Jacob, uh, one of our ninjas, one of our uh, you know multi-talented wearing many hats, uh, foot soldiers here in this uh, in this building, and so in these, these completely empty studios, you like that, here. right? I mean, you can tell it's a bye week in here, can't you? I don't, I don't know if there's anyone here other than you and me right now. Might be it. Is Secretary Amy out there? I don't think so. <laughs> a lot of the uh, salespeople are off at Top Golf right now. Uh, must so be I hope nice. that's fun for them. You know, I mean, we have. You we, know, have... I, we talk about warm welcomes. Where's yeah. our warm welcome to Top Golf? We have, listen, we have remotes. You and I could be doing the show yeah. from Top Golf right now in between some hacks oh, and some cold ones. I could have sold that. <laughs> Jacob's going to be rocking and rolling with us this Thursday afternoon. We'll have some fun. Yes, he's been up since like 4 a.m., much like Zach Bryan. Oh, buddy. Don't even get me started. I saw you got the Tyler Childers uh, concert tickets locked down I did get some Tyler Childers. So, all right, listen, it's a bye week. Normally, we try and stay on the train tracks. We try and color in between the lines. It's a bye week, so we'll chase some shiny silver objects in the year of our Lord 2024 (laughs) coming up here in a couple months. Uh, I now have tickets to see Zach Bryan in Pittsburgh. Yeah, you do. I now have tickets to see Tyler Childers in Pittsburgh. And two Bruce Springsteen, the boss shows, cousin. I mean, that's a pretty Those good. Those are scheduled, that's a, that's right? A, the from, Bruce, from the re, From last year, they got rescheduled to August. I don't know if you the, saw that. I did not, no. Yep. For, so that means I'm going again, too. You are. You, so listen, when, you better go once, if not twice. When are, When's the Pittsburgh shows coming up? Uh, middle of August. I want to say like the 16th and the, don't quote me oh, on this, so but I think the 16th and the 18th. later. 
or like just eleven a, just months about, later. Yeah, it's funny. It, I got um Noah Khan tickets. Very That's nice. Your, the newest guy nice. to that. Yeah, a whole crew here of, in. Is he coming to Pittsburgh? Yeah, he's Burgettown. Nice. So is you that know what that means. That over the summer. That's uh yeah like May. But you know what that means? Ooh, I might have That's to try a sold out on, show. I might have to try and get on that too. Yeah, head up Quinlan. Uh, that means that my bed that night will have to be in these lovely studios we have here. God bless you. Because how, how God bless, am I listen, supposed to get home listen, by like 2.30 and wake up an hour and a half later? Jacob, I know it's an HR violation, but uh, you're still in your 20s. All yeah. right? Yeah, you got to do things. I know I'm only 32, all right? So it's not like I'm that old. But it changes quickly once you once you hit about 30. I think my favorite bit is you calling me young Jacob and you're... <laughs> Like three and a half years older than I am. You 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 act you you put on like you're this curmudgeon and you can't do anything cool. Ah, my back. Meanwhile, meanwhile, you're hitting up Morgantown like every other weekend. You hey. have two kids. You're doing more with two kids than I am. And, you know, with is, zero kids. It is funny. I get that a lot from my friends. They're like, "You do more now than you did when you had two kids." Uh, well, yeah, there there might be a correlation there, Jacob. All right, Dad. I wonder who's Dad doing might need, more. need some nights out from time to time. I wonder who's doing more with two kids, you or Phil Bork, because oh, Bork is wow. everywhere. It's a great question. He was down in the casino last night for a little. What's it called now? Along the boards. No, I think it was the old name. If I'm not mistaken, it should still be Is called still the Heineken, Heineken Hockey, Hockey Tour. Tour. Oh, yeah. Okay, someone just messed up on the social media last night. Oh, I don't. Maybe they changed the name because it was along the boards before I started working on it, and then it changed the Heineken Hockey Hour. Maybe it went back. Interesting. Interesting. Well, that's that's what they put on social media, but I guess that could have just been a mistake. Yes, I love it. Uh, you will be following in the footsteps of former DVE Morning Show producer Joe Rokicki. Yeah. Who, uh, him and I once went to a dead show, a Grateful Dead show in Cleveland uh-huh. on like a Tuesday and got back here at like no, two or sir. three in the morning. Joe did that? And he went, and he went, I went home and slept for a few hours. Yeah. He went, he went right into the, God uh, the producing. Joe Rokicki. God bless Joe Rokicki. Great guy. Still in Pittsburgh. Still, still talking to him. Still seeing him every now and again. Yep. I, saw him at, I saw him at the Dead Show at Starlight this right, summer. Right, You told yep. me about that. You and uh, our uh, our fearful, le- fearful leader, Brian LaMartina, right? Yes, and Moats was there as well, oh, too. Oh, no way. We had, we Didn't had know Moats was a dead guy. Uh, he, he became one. He became that Did was his I just first... show how little I know by saying dead guy instead of dead head? No, that's all right. Okay, okay, okay. I'm not one of those. Like, listen, okay, okay, okay. I never, I never saw Jerry Garcia live, all right? right? right so, right, I mean, right. he passed away when I was like four, I mean, so I can't. Randy had such a miserable time getting to and from the concert. So did Moats. He, he had to prove the point that he was going to make it to the Chicago show in less time right. than it did to take that. him to get from the bit. South Hills a good bit. out to Burgettown, and he did it. That's a, a good bit. So I'm I'm not I'm not nervous. You know, it's it's one night, and you know, with this morning show gig, you just kind of have to yeah. say for the week. It's not just like a one day thing because you got to take a couple of days to recover from like an hour and a half of sleep and then going into work that next day so early. So I'll say that week in May, you know, I'll struggle. Monday or I'll struggle Wednesday morning, Thursday morning, and then Friday morning I won't even struggle because Fine. Friday I'll have the rest of the day and weekend a nap. I'm not worried. You have about that Friday it. energy. Yeah. As uh your cohort Mike Pursuta once told me, uh-huh. you got plenty of time later in life to choose sleep. Yeah. Choose choose That's the memory. Go, he he said this to me last year. I forget where we were. We were in like Buffalo or something for one of the Steelers road trips. And I had like a long week with the girls. Long week with work. Bad sleep week for the girls. I'm exhausted, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Triv, I think I'm just going to like, 
you know, go have dinner and then go to sleep. I'm beat. I'm this, I'm that. He wanted to go to some, I don't even remember. It all blends together now. Some concert or some uh-huh. Buffalo Sabres game or something. And he said to me, he said, Wes, you got plenty of time to sleep when you're my age. He said, do the memory. Go to the concert. Go to the sporting event. Have it. fun. And uh, I hear that little voice from Mike Pursuta every time, every time in the back of my head. That's actually one thing that Mr. Rokiki told me when I came on to the job. He was like, don't let the alarm clock in the morning prevent you from doing anything that you would normally do if you were had a normal job or a normal sleep schedule because you're going to end up missing out on a lot if you're just living oh wow look at this living in your fears there of we that 4am alarm now we're talking it's not easy folks don't get me wrong i don't like it i don't it, i don't look forward to that going off every morning 4am but it's certainly not something that I fear. It's certainly not something that prevents me from doing life that Mike Pursuta said, although I'm interested to know why Pursuta said that because my my one night up at training camp at Latrope with you, you guys, Pursuta, Dale, Matt, I think Pursuta turned in that night at like 11 o'clock, oh, maybe I know. And, he 10, pl- and he played the, I gotta be up at 6 o'clock Oh, card. buddy, buddy, I had to be up. No one's gonna be up before you. No one's you, boy. gonna be up before you. And I, you and I stayed till like closing time. I, I, you left a little bit before me. I stayed until the lights came on, which was, I think, something I only did the year before when I was there, throughout all of training camp when I was still on the SNR engineering days. I think I only saw the lights come on like two or three times. So to go one for one God was pretty you. good. God bless you. Listen, that's why you're still young, Jacob. As long as you're getting after it like all right, that. But that that back. What was that? I guess two training camps ago, my alarm clock was going off at like eight. That's a whole different story. Eight o'clock is manageable. Seven o'clock is manageable. Yeah, I'd take six over four. Oh, buddy, that's a world of... <laughs> yeah, as really someone is. whose daughters wake them up sometimes at six, sometimes at four, that is a world of difference, let cousin. Me, let me let you in on a little secret here. There are some days where we have so much going on where we'll pre-record that six o'clock hour, right? Right. Like they're like the training camp. Val will do a news update, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you'll get some sports stuff. And in every there, time they're yeah. like, uh, throw in do, a Tom should, Petty song. Should we do that? Like there weren't like meetings and stuff. Like, do we have enough content to fill that hour? And I'm always like, of course we do. Let's yeah, sleep we need in. Content. That's nothing. Oh man, I'm telling. Even five o'clock, Wes. That that five o'clock hour, I'm fine to wake up and see five o'clock on my on my phone rather than that four. It's It's a a world of difference. It absolutely is. Our guy Jacob with the marathon day today, much like Zach Bryan, he's been up since 4 a.m. Okay. Oh, I see what you did there. Little lyric sneak in there. Come on. Come on. Come on. All right. While we're telling these stories, I've got a good one for you real quick. You'll appreciate this. Um, That's the song of the year, by the way. For us both. Yeah, completely agree. Sarah's Place. Sarah's Place by Zach Bryan featuring Noah Khan. If you're not hip, get yourself hip, all right? Get with it or get lost. Um, quick one for you here before we do get back on track. Speaking of like stories of, of going to things and sleeping at the station and, and all those different types of things that, that we do in this business uh, that I'll be doing next week, by the way, because it'll be like 4 a.m. by the time we get home. Yeah, You'll be tough. waking up to come into work when we land coming back from L.A., and so Buddy, I'll, I can't, I'll I, probably just come here and sleep in the parking lot for a after, couple hours. After you did that, or after doing that, after the Vegas trip that you oh, had home. Lord, don't remind me. Don't don't remind that me. That was a bad day for us both because you spent, what, 12 hours on a plane that day? Something like that? 14, I think. Oh, my yeah. God. Okay, yeah. you had it worse. Yeah. But the morning show had to go out to do 
some shows in Vegas right, that weekend. We right. were invited to come come to Vegas. And you're doing the morning show at Vegas and time. We, we did the morning <laughs> show on Monday in the iHeart Studios in Vegas, which, by the way, carbon copy of iHeart. Really? I think, you know, whenever... It was like deja whenever, vu walking like, in there. Whenever any iHeart studio in the country like kind of got their remodel done, it's just copy and paste. It was kind of freaky because they were like, we'll put you up in this room. It's a nice big studio. And we walk in and we're like... Yeah, this, this is, is this is the this same is thing we're used to. That's you could have squinted your eyes, right? It's no, the we're same, in you know, right it's now. the same like jail cell window size on the door. You can't see dull outside. gray yeah, soundproof right. padding. Inside. Right, exactly. But we, you're right. We had to do the morning show Vegas for time. the East Coast on Vegas time. So instead of doing six to ten, we did three to seven. Rough. Rough. Yeah, really rough. And then had to get on a plane and, and fly home right. and, and get back at it again. That's what we do in this business. It's it's a love-hate relationship. A lot of people see the fun that we get to have, and that is true. This beats, listen, Jacob, we could be swinging a hammer for a living. Uh-huh. Uh, we could be crunching numbers in a cubicle uh-huh. all day. It, it certainly beats that. For um, sure. But there are some tough turnarounds. So let me tell you about my, oh, wait, go ahead. Uh, right? I was going to disagree with you. You know, you say that everyone knows about the fun side. Between me, you, Pursuta, uh uh, Dale and Matt, like everyone knows the bad sides too. We That's all true. complain. We're, all, we're all very transparent. No one's right? hiding it. We're all very point. transparent as well too. So everyone at home knows the, the the trials and tribulations of this job. They know the fun side, but they know that the stuff that That's we have point. to go through to do it That's all. A very good point. They know, like when we go to Atlanta and Pursuit gets us Braves tickets, and we go into the Braves game before the Steelers uh-huh. play the Falcons. They also know when we have to come sleep on the couch and you know for an hour or two at a time and grin and bear through it. So here's my here's my story for you you'll appreciate this our listeners will as well too most people know that have been listening to this show over the years but uh, out of college I worked for a hockey team Mm -hmm. in Youngstown Ohio for two years and then I worked in Philadelphia for WIP which is the Eagles and the Phillies radio station for three years uh, before getting this job back here in my hometown and, and, and moving back to Pittsburgh I moved to Philadelphia the day of the Pittsburgh Penguins 2016 Stanley Cup parade. Okay? Yeah. So the first Following. the first of the back-to-backs in 16 and Following, 17. Yeah. The day of the parade in 16 was the day that I moved to Philadelphia. So I missed the parade in 16. I was bummed to do that. I've been to, you know, the Steelers have won two Super Bowls in my life. I'd been to both parades, had a blast. The Penguins had won the Stanley Cup in 2009, mm. went to the parade, had a blast. I was bummed to miss it in 2016, but it was just one of those things. Hey, I'm moving to Philadelphia today. You got to do what you got to do. Sorry to say, I've never been to a parade. Not one? No. Oh, my God. You've had five five opportunities here in your lifetime between the Steelers and the Pens. You ain't been to one? Love them, but my parents were never... Well, I guess this only applies to the Steelers. I was never one of those kids that was like, yeah, you can miss school for the parade. My, mom, my kids will be raised differently, my, but then in the sure, summers, sure. I was not around, so I was out of town. Sure, that I makes sense, too. That's I right. I remember you used to summer camp and everything. Yeah. Right. Um, 2000 and f- Super Bowl forty. my mom lied to my school to get me out of school that day to go to the parade. I would have faked like smallpox very, if I could. Anything. Very unlike my parents, but my mom was like, the Steelers haven't won a Super Bowl yeah. in... What, 30, years, 30 years, 25 years, something like, like that. Like, yeah. who knows when they'll win another one. I'm taking my son my son to this. Um, lied to the secretaries at our school to get me out of school. That was my freshman year. My senior year when the Steelers won Super Bowl 43, we just made it a senior skip day. Oh, that's and, awesome. And everybody went to the parade. Another good song sneak in there that you did. Senior skip day by Mac Miller. The, the crazy thing is, the Super Bowl 40, right, you were a freshman in high school. I get it. High school, you know, 
teachers and secretaries want to paint this picture that every day matters. You can't miss a single day. I was in middle school. What am I missing? What are you missing? There's still recess in middle school. What are you missing? Algebra one? I was in middle school for both Super Bowls. Didn't go to either parade. God bless you. Yeah, it was my freshman year and my senior year. Uh, Went to both the Steelers parades, went to the Pens parade in 09, right? So I had to miss in 16. Bummer, but again, I just got a job in Philadelphia. Like it is what it is. At some point, you got to grow up, right? And you got to you got to make some 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 decisions. Well, the Pens repeat in seventeen. Okay. Oh, I'm aware. And I'm like, I know what they did. I'm like, okay, I ain't missing the back to back parade. You kidding me? It was on a weekday. It was on like a Thursday. At this time, I'm working nights in Philadelphia. Okay. Yeah. My, I'm working at the at CBS Radio in Philadelphia, 11 o'clock at night to 6 a.m. is is my shift. God. The parade started at like 10 a.m. on a Thursday. So, Wednesday, I go to my work shift at 11 o'clock. I had the person who was after me was this older guy, man of gold, nicest dude mm-hmm. ever, Sam Clover, legend in Philadelphia radio, right? Um, uh, like, like, think of a Stan Saverin. You know what I mean? Yeah, Some, yeah, yeah. Someone who stalwart of the city, stalwart yeah. staple of of the media scene in the city. Sam, uh, Sam agreed that he would come in at four thirty for me. Oh no way! So you could get a head start on the road back. So I left da- after oh. after working from eleven o'clock at night till four thirty in the morning. I get in my car in downtown Philly and I drive right to Pittsburgh. I pick up two of my buddies on the way. We are parked and we are drinking a beer uh-huh. by like 9.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Go to the parade, the whole day, fun, adult beverages, summertime sunshine, great time, all that stuff. I pass out on my parents' couch. Not, not literally, metaphorically, all yeah, right? Yeah, pass yeah, out yeah. on my parents' couch. We've at, all done it. We know how that goes. Yeah. At like 3 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I sleep till 6. I get like three hours of sleep. Sleep till 6 in the evening. Get up and go right back to work, straight to work, work my 11 o'clock to 6 a.m. shift. Oh, my shift. God. You made it back in time for that 11 a.m. shift. 11 p.m. I went oh, straight back. Sorry, yeah, so yeah, I yeah. went from working a shift straight to the yeah, parade yeah, yeah. all day. Drinking slept all day. On, slept on my parents' couch for, like for, two, for hours. two, three hours. Drove back to Philly five hours, went right and worked my seven-hour overnight shift, and then went home and just completely collapsed. That's an Iron couch. Man for you. Screw like I was you know, also like 25 years old. It was much yeah, easier to do those do things. You could do it. Yeah, I, I yeah. totally get you, Jacob. That's a real Iron Man right there. Not like the let's let's hike 20 miles and then run 20 miles and then swim 20 miles. That right there is a real Iron Man. <laughs> I appreciate that from you. I uh, that's my kind of Iron Man for sure. And really, from this 20 minute shiny silver object bi week segment that we just had here, talking about concerts and music and sports and our jobs and all these different things. All that I've learned and what you should take from this is that next time there's a parade in Pittsburgh, Jacob's going. I got to go. Yeah, I'm going. You know what would be pretty sweet? Even if, even if I'm not in Pittsburgh, you know, no more excuses of being out of town. That's right. Because That's right. I, I used that excuse when I was growing up for the Penn's parades. You could have used it for the second one, but you didn't. And I respect the hell out of you for doing it. Come I can't on, use come that. Come eyelids like, off can't like use Mike that Tomlin excuse would say. anymore, no matter where I am in the world. Buddy. Next parade. I'll see you there. Where you're seeing me there. I'll see you there. It'd be pretty cool if that was a Pirates, wouldn't it? I mean, don't get me oh, wrong. Yeah, this good. is SNR. Well, what does that say? What would that say? Either that great the Pirates turn it around or the city of Pittsburgh will have to wait oh, so stop. long. No, nope, we're not doing that. Uh-uh. Yeah, right. Without a single championship from any of the other two actual championship-pursuing teams. 
We uh, want. Please, we, don't, please don't say the next parade is going to be Pirates Brigade. Is that that is that could be a long not time. good. Yeah. The Steelers uh, are our number one, two, three, four, and five most popular teams in town here. Mm-hmm. It would be a lot of fun for Jacob and I with our jobs if the Steelers won a Super Bowl. Oh yeah. I think the Steelers probably. I mean, with the Penguins too, are, are certainly the closest to that conversation of any of the Pittsburgh teams. But it would be pretty sweet. World, I mean, World Series hasn't happened since the '70s in this town. We've been spoiled by the Steelers. We've been spoiled by the Pens. Give me, just give me one World Series parade in my life. All right, I, I hope I got about fifty some more years on this planet. Yeah, give me, just give me one. You're, you're telling me we can't get one just in one, fifty years? One in fifty years. I mean, that would put us up at, at that point. Eighty. I mean, seventy-nine was the last one. So yeah. So like, we're already it's been working 50 on years. It's been forty-five years. Sorry, yeah. forty years. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, close going to, on. If we're rounding up. We're going to fifty. Right. Yeah, and don't make oh, us. Wait I mean, if 50. you make us wait, because we're in let's our thirties and twenties, let's not do the Chicago. Pumps I don't want to do that. No, that's where I was going. I don't want to wait that long. <laughs> I don't want people in Pittsburgh to live an entire lifetime, a, a long lifetime. You know, eighty years without seeing a single championship. The standard is the standard when it comes to the Steelers. Every year, we better be in the conversation. With the Pirates, just give us one in 50. I'll take one in 50, <laughs> we'll, easily. And we'll be happy. I do want to get into, I've got some bi-week conversations, some questions about this team with young Jacob that we'll get to on the other side. we got our buddy Brian Backo in the second hour. Your tweets, plenty to get to here on the program today. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Blitzing with our buddy Jacob here on a bye week Thursday. Keep those tweets rolling in. We'll get to those. Your Keep questions. tweets coming in. Keep that music going, too. You like it, huh? It is stellar. I mean, the all vibe. the love to our typical SNR beds. Sets the vibe. It's great. It's fantastic. It takes us back to those pre-licensing days where we could play whatever we wanted to. I'm telling you, you know, we have access to this unlicensed iHeart library. And, you know, as Jacob can attest to, there's about 5,000 different sound beds in there. And just at the beginning of the season, Moats and I got tired of hearing the same generic mm-hmm. rock and roll bed coming back from break every yeah. time. And it was one thing when we were still doing the longer form segments. Because and then when you went to... Because we only had a couple. Like, uh-huh. But now it's like, you know, and you know how you it is. You got six... 
It sets Every the day mood. for five days a yeah, week. I get it. It sets the mood going into the segment and all I that different yeah. stuff, you know. So yeah, we got some good ones here. Wait till the second hour. I got this. We got this. We cool. got this Biggie Smalls sound, I, I don't sound know, bed in there. Is there Ooh, any buddy? Dave Matthews esque sounds <laughs> in there for Dale? Because I know he would love them. He would love that. You'll get a kick. You'll get a kick out of this. Where were we? Let me look at the schedule here. Uh, the last preseason game in Atlanta. Dale comes. You know, Dale does his his pregame hits and everything with mm-hmm. Pursuta and Jerry on the on the pregame show. Dale comes in, and right as he sits down to put his headset on to go on air, ants marching by Dave of Matthews course. starts playing throughout of the course. stadium, and I'm like tapping him on the shoulder. I'm like, Dale, Dale, this is for you. This is for you. And for those of you who don't get the reference, Dale Lolly hates. Hate, oh, yeah. hate, hate, double hate, oh. triple hate, loathe entirely the Dave Matthews band. Unless you're a new listener, you know that because back in the day when we had you actual to, musical you used beds, to mess with them all the time. Well, no, I, I won't even do it because back in the day, right, we had that one button that you would just press it and a random bed Correct. would pop up. Correct. And it would so some days, some days yeah. it'd be like ACDC and he'd be like, thank God, like, thank God, something I like. Motley Crue. Right, right, right. And then there was the one day, like every like five or six weeks, where Ants Marching would come on, and he would on air just be like, "Matt, I don't want to do the segment anymore. I don't want to do the segment anymore." But because I haven't, you know, worked with Dale directly in almost a year, keep it going. Uh, there was one day uh, we've had him on a bunch of times uh, since I've been producing the morning show. But there was one day I was like, you know what? I'm in a fun mood, even though it's early in the morning. Doesn't mean my energy levels are low. So I kicked out whatever bed was in there, and I put Ants marching in there. And Randy and Val were like, "Oh, oh, Ants, oh, little Dave Matthews, okay to get the, okay, sure." And then we we That's put fantastic. Dale on, and Dale's and they before Dale starts to say anything, That's he's like, "I just want to address." Jacob's dirty trick that he tried pulling on me right now. You I guys were it. delighted to hear Dave ah. Matthews. No, that was that was an intentional that was an intentional slash at my character. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. I love it. That would be like if I could start doing this, you know, still um I should play Country Roads whenever we have Chris Carter on the, oh, that'd know, be on, great. the on the on the show here. Oh, he would love that. He would love it, right? Ah, uh, yes. He Even would. how about when we have Bacco on later today? Well, that's the thing. You know, I can't do the, I can't do the, you know, I can't do the licensed music anymore. Oh, it's, you're right. Is the only is the only problem. Oh, you're right. Yeah. yeah let's see. Let's see. That's the only. Yeah, I know. Wolf problem, always brings you know? up he misses playing Cool Breeze. For Jerry D. Yep. That was a great tune. It was a great one. You, we used to play Neil Young for Jim Wexel. Right. Uh, Born to Run, a tradition that oh, you that started on Fridays. That, Speaking oh, of no, Bruce Springsteen was, earlier. That, that used to be Mondays after oh, okay. a win. Okay. And then Tunch and Wolf loved it so much, they were like, screw it. Do every it every day. day. <laughs> Unless we're in, like, in a bad mood. Or right, it's a yeah. Monday after a loss. Yeah, you lose to Houston yeah. by twenty some points. If it's a don't Monday, me, if it's a Monday after run. a win, they were like a hundred percent. There's no doubt. And then the vibes are still on Tuesday. Yep. Okay, you gotta keep it going. It's Hump Day. You gotta get a little pep in your step. Thursday, it's almost a weekend, and then Friday, it's the weekend. So you had it was five days. <laughs> some days it was five, or some weeks it was five days every single day. And the McConaughey thing too. The That's uh, right. We the, still pl- the we greatest. Still oh, you play still that, do that little clip okay, on Fridays sometimes. Good, good, good. Yeah, gentlemen, yeah, start your engines. Sound bites that and uh, listen. Your uh, Max Sars Florida Gators. Your foot. You like that one? I love that your one. Foot, yeah. Your footprint is uh, is still upon the locker <laughs> room. All right. Don't you don't you worry. I hit Max with the uh, with the Florida Gators today. 
Oh, you did. We got we took tweets in one segment, and uh, and and one of the questions was, um, "Tell me a time that you were recently disappointed." And Max <laughs> Max went with ah, Florida's performance against Kentucky. Oh man! <laughs> so I had to hit him with the Max. Starts. How you found that? Florida I don't know. Twitter. Great. Somebody somebody tweeted out uh, 18 years ago today. Here was the Steelers offense, and it was like a Monday Night Football introductions. Uh-huh. And That's young awesome. young Max, I just clipped it out there and threw it in the system. Um, Young Jacob. Yeah, should we talk about the Steelers? I mean, do we have to? Uh, of course. <laughs> uh, here's a good one. Speaking of which, we were talking about our buddy Steeler Nation 920, Tyler, yeah, up what in Wisconsin, who uh, who brought me two cases of the best beer ever at the beginning of the season. And uh, I still have some of it. I'm going to bring some in for Jacob tomorrow as his thank you for, uh, for filling in for Motsi today. Um, 920 says, appreciate you as an addition to the Blitz, Jake. Well, there I you saw go. that, yeah. Um, <clears throat> wants to know a couple questions for each of us. Uh, who is your favorite Pittsburgh Steeler ever? See, that's tough. Are we going in our lifetime or or overall? Because overall, Wherever you want to go. Overall, it's Lambert. Okay, just I would kill to watch that guy play. But in our lifetime, it's thirty six. Ooh, Bussy. I don't remember like pre Ben era very much. I was. I sure, was sure. eight years old. I mean, I was yeah, I was yeah, twelve right. when the Steelers right. drafted Ben. So I was eight years old, and that's kind of right around the time where everyone kind of remembers certain big moments. And for the Steelers and Penguins, and especially the Pirates, there weren't those big championship moments that stuck out. Of course, there was the AFC Championship losses, which yep. we're not going to talk about. Yep. But I remember remembering Jerome first before I remembered anyone else. Okay, so that so I can't. I can never stray away from that. I like that. I like that. And it was just exactly what we, it's exactly what you wanted Pittsburgh Steelers football to epitomize or to be epitomized by. Same with Jack Lambert. I mean, Mean Joe is the foremost Steeler of all time, I think. For sure. But Jack Lambert is the face of the Steelers. It also didn't help. It didn't hurt that my dad, you know, because also you have to remember, and this is something I always found interesting. There were no, like, jerseys, right, being worn in stadiums, like, up until, like, the 90s. Correct. Even in the 90s, like, You'd barely see. see. You'd see a couple. My dad somehow got this, like, sweater slash jersey for Lambert. Nice. And so that was, you know. You still have early, it? Like, an early impression. Yeah, he still has it, for yeah. sure. Nice. He still wears it to, like, the, if he goes in, like, the winter like games. Like, in December? He'll wear that. That's 100%. Awesome. That's great. I love it. Um... So, Steeler Nation 920, I mean, he knows my favorite Steelers of all time are Troy Polamalu and Joey Porter. Great picks. Um, but he wants to know, I need to know your favorite Steeler on the offensive side of the football. Uh, San Antonio Holmes. Whoa! Whoa! I, I, Whoa. Like, see, that was one of those I thought I was going to think of, but it's, it's San Antonio Holmes, and here's why. My Steelers moment is San Antonio Holmes in the back of the end zone. Yeah. I think for our entire generation, it that's was, it. It was yeah. a week before my 18th birthday. Uh-huh. It was my senior year of high school. I still remember, like, it was, I'm, I'm in a basement, perhaps consuming sodas with my buddies at an underage, oh no, statue of limitations. You know, it's it's the end of our senior year. It's all your best <laughs> friends growing up. It's 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 all that stuff. Um, San Antonio Holmes in the back of the end zone mm, was my so was good. my Steeler moment, and I've just always had a soft spot for electric wide receivers as well, too. Linebackers and electric wide receivers. Um, yeah, how could you not pick a linebacker? So, th- I mean, that's why you know you Joey, Porter Joey Porter and Troy, right, and Troy right. I think Troy 
I, if I had to go defense for in our lifetime, I'd be hard pressed. I love Joey Porter. Watching it again, wasn't around. I wasn't old enough to really see him when right. he was playing right. here in his early years. But Troy, for me, it's, there's no question on the defensive side in our lifetime. I've said this to Moats before. The last Steeler jersey I bought was Troy in 2010, and I don't think I ever need another Steelers jersey because that was the one I always wore. I don't until with my job now and stuff, right? You know, like I don't wear them very mm-hmm. often anymore. And when I do, I'm throwing on that 43. That's the one I always wore until, and you can blame me if I blame myself. I got the Color Rush Shazier jersey. Nice in no in like. Early October, twenty. What was it? Twenty seventeen. I think so. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's my fault. No, it's not your fault. It's my fault. And that's a jersey that you can wear forever. That's like you know. Oh, I will forever. That's like a '97 or a '90 right now. You can wear those. You can wear those I just, forever. I could not believe it. It was like a month before it happened. Shazier's a, another great one in terms of that. And man, was he man was he fun to watch. But that's not the last jersey I bought. Of all places, my sister lived in Cincinnati for a year on, like, this rotational program for some medical supply company. And I would go to visit her a couple of times while she was there, and we found this really cool, like, uh, I say retro. It's not retro. What's what's the term I'm looking for? Vintage. Vintage. Thank you. I am, yeah, dating myself on that one. Vintage store with, like, a lot of athletic gear in there. Sure, sure. And I found this awesome, great condition Kevin Green jersey. Nice. I'm in Cincinnati of all places. I love it. And I was like, yeah, I got to get it. So that's the last jersey I bought. Bengals can't escape us, baby. I I was so – I mean, there was – you've seen – you know I have that back-to-back cup shirt from Mm -hmm. the 90s. I I found this, and you see my other one too. It's like kind of like red and orangish, just the 91 cup shirt. I got that one at that same store in Cincinnati. That's awesome. Well, nobody in Cincinnati wants Pittsburgh sports gear. That's a place I, to go vintage shopping. I guess shopping, so. I guess. But why is there this trove, this hidden trove of Steelers memorabilia in Cincinnati? Okay, confession time. Yeah. The Goodwill on the north side. You know what I'm talking about? Like not fo- like right around the corner from Allegheny General Hospital? Okay, okay, yeah, I got gotcha. you. When I was like 14... I got a Peter Warwick Bengals jersey Whoa. in there for five bucks. Whoa. It was tough for me to buy because it's the Bengals. Yeah. But as a child of the 90s, I loved watching sure. Peter Warwick at Florida State, and it was $5. I've never worn it. Yeah. It just ha- You know this about I mean, me, too. Like, I'm a, not as much now, but I was a big jersey door. Like, I've got a dozen football jerseys, Steelers and Mountaineers. I've got a dozen uh, soccer jerseys, oh, Manchester yeah. United in different countries. I've got a bunch of Penguin sweaters. I, I, I collected those for a long period of my life. Peter Warwick, Bengals jersey for five bucks. I mean, it's hung in my closet the whole time. But. I mean, maybe even more egregious, I have a Troy Aikman jersey. Do you really? Why? Big UCLA guy. Why, why have the jersey of the man that crushed our souls in the 90s? Again, I, I mean, I wasn't really there, but my, crushed my dad's soul in the 90s. I don't know why. I, ha- I still only time, have it. Only time Never ever, got rid of it. Only time I ever saw my grandpa cry was after that Super Bowl. Uh. Yeah, we'll, we'll burn. Listen, here's what we'll do. Impressive uh, we'll, that you remember that one because you were what four years old, five? That's five. Yeah, five. Yeah. Or, five or six. Yeah, that's one of my. That's like my first vivid sports memory is being at my grandparents' house. Everybody going crazy and screaming and yelling and watching that game. My first one was the 01 AFC Championship game. That's the one that stuck out because it was 
a terrible loss. Horrible. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, Jacob and I, when we go to break here, we're going to burn our Troy Aikman and Peter Warwick jerseys. Have to. And we'll get things really moving here. Uh, last one real quick from uh, from Steeler Nation 920 before we go to break. Uh, what you, He needs to know what our dream car is. Oh, geez. I am not the right person to ask that. Okay. I'm on, I got two ends of the spectrum for you. Okay. A Maserati. Okay, cool. Really any of them. I like the Gran Turismo Maseratis, but really any of them. Uh, or like a souped up VW hippie van. Oh, I love that. Not like an old dumpy one, like no, a re- gotcha. like a remodel, yeah, like a I like nice, that a lot. like I could I could cruise through Colorado and Wyoming for two weeks and just sleep in that thing and, and enjoy I, myself. I'm sorry to let you down, but I have no one? intel on the car world or how that goes. So ugh, I'm trying to think of like a famous car from like a movie or a TV show or something. I don't know uh, if, it's worth, if it's worth if it's worth the reference. I don't know. Yeah, I got nothing for you. Bond, James Bond. We'll let Jacob marinate on that yeah, one. See yeah, if he has yeah. An answer. I, that was kind of sprung on me. So give me some time. Maybe we can answer when we come back from this break here. That's what we'll do. He's Jacob Racked. I'm Wesley Euler. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Final segment here of the first hour of the Blitz on a Thursday before we uh, get to hour number two. I got a big bye week question for young Jacob. We'll do a little best of the West. We'll catch up with Brian Backup. It's been an all over the place first hour of the show, but we'll get a little more. You're spoiling me in this first hour with this music, man. I, I had no idea we had these tunes at our at our disposal. Listen, you got to get into Alpha Libraries. You log in with your iHeart email address and bada bing, bada boom. It's all at your fingertips. Yeah, I'm there. Got to love it. All right, did you think more about the dream car? I did, and I couldn't come up with a car that I would personally want, so I'm going to go with the reference move here. Okay. I'm going with the Range Rover to shout out my boy Dennis Reynolds, owner co-owner of Patty's Pub in South Philadelphia. It's not a starter car. It's a finisher car. Ladies and gents, if you know, you know. Don't sleep on that Range Rover. I like a Range Rovers, too. That's what Arthur Motes drives. He'd be, he'd approve with you, sit, you sitting in the Motesy chair today. I am, yeah. He kept it nice and warm for me. <laughs> kept it nice and warm for me. Jacob, Thursday night football tonight. Broncos, yuck, at Chiefs. Goodness. Yeah, I mean, typical of the NFL to just give us another game that I don't need to pay attention to on a Thursday night. It is like every Thursday night game, at the beginning of the season, you could see it being like, oh, yeah, and then by the time it rolls around, woof. Yeah, I I don't know if Thursday night is cursed for the NFL, but that's a really good point because, like, last year, the worst game of the year was that Colts-Broncos game. And there was a lot of hype for it because Russell Wilson and and Matt Ryan was on, on on his... First stint with that team, or I guess one only stint with that team. But on paper, looked great. And it ended up being the worst Terrible. game. Maybe not just on a Thursday Terrible. night, but of the season and of like that, like that the Lions, past couple of Like that Lions-Packers game. Was that, that was last week, right? Wasn't it Lions-Packers last Thursday? Thursday? Was that a Thursday? Yeah, you're right. Like, I mean, the Packers had like terrible, the worst offensive terrible output. Game. Terrible game. And a, and a Lambeau oh. game in forever. 
The only good Thursday game has been opening week. The opening week is Which always is, a Of good course one. it is because it's always the defending Super Bowl champion against a good team. Always. How about that, that the last two years we've had the road team win the opening game? Yeah, and you know what? I didn't even think the Chiefs back on a Thursday night again. I guess the Steelers will have two Thursday games this season as well. Is it Colts and Pats this year? Pats is one. Uh, Titans, Titans is the other. Yeah, you're right. Is the other. And uh, that's the first week in November. So, yeah, I, weird slate in that regard. For I mean, you get eight home games as the Steelers this year, right? Eight or nine, because it, it differentiates. I, I think it's I, it eight goes this year, back right? and forth Two, every year. three, six, seven. Eight. Oh, no, you get nine home games this year. Three of those on weeknights, though. One Monday nighter, of course, the the game against the Browns that happened already, and then two Thursday nighters. So a third of your home games this season coming uh, on a weekday. That is a little different, certainly. Broncos, Chiefs tonight. Hold on, where did it go? I just had it in front of me. Where's the spread? Where's the spread, Jacob? Oh, what's what's the spread you know so I can put you on the you know spot what I here? I bet it is. I bet it's not as crazy as you may think. Ooh, ten and a half, Kansas City. Is it really? I'd take the points with the Broncos. Chiefs win, but by eleven, I don't know. On the a Chiefs Thursday, have not been scoring. Kelsey's as well. a little Kelsey's a little banged up. I thought, if anything, we would have seen the typical Chiefs like forty points in a given week last week when it was Minnesota and Kansas City. I mean, Minnesota. that's what we got. That's what we got from the Bron or not the Broncos, the Bills and the and the Vikings last year with Justin Jefferson's best game of his career. Right, yeah. just yeah. back and forth offense. Didn't get that. It came down to a hail mary that was guarded by Travis Kelsey of all people. That's right. All That's comes, that that it all that, comes back to Travis Kelsey in the NFL. Of course, nowadays. that that tight end coverage worked a lot better for the Chiefs than it did when the uh, Patriots put Gronk back there. You remember that? Sure do. Miami miracle. And Gronk looked like he was breaking down in real time, running to the pylon. Uh, but yeah, Yeesh. I mean, I, I got no interest in this game whatsoever because here's the thing. There's no, there's no like, oh, I got to pay attention because I got to make sure these AFC teams are losing to each other. The Chiefs are going to win that division. Correct. The Broncos are going to be, be a, a non for a wild yeah. card, a tiebreaker down win, the line. They might win three or four games the whole year, the Broncos. I, the, I think they're about to blow it up and, and trade everybody and really hit the reset button. Uh, how did you not, didn't you do that already by trading away your future for Russell Wilson? Going spending all Payton. that money on Sean Payton? God, Sean Payton. You know, kind of like the Urban Wouldn't Meyer thing, great. should have just Wouldn't call it great. stayed away. Wouldn't call it yeah. great. Oh, it's funny how uh, having Drew Brees in your team really mm. helps you out. Yeah, imagine that. Belichick, mm. having Tom Brady on your team really mm. helps you out. Imagine that. Yeah, I uh, listen, Moats would be laughing if he were here because I used to, in the early infancy days of this show, I used to crush Sean Payton a lot because I thought – all the stuff that Mike Tomlin and Mike McCarthy got criticized for when McCarthy was still in Dallas, that Sean Payton somehow skated by, despite the fact that he had consecutive losing seasons, despite the fact that he got suspended for a year right. for running a Bounty Gate program. Uh-huh. But, you know, I guess some people are just the darlings and they get I'm to have Kevin you. James play them in a Netflix movie. Oh, true. <laughs> of, of all people, Kevin James. I don't mind it, though. But I'm with you. I mean, I was always in the camp. You know, say what you will about Mike Tomlin, zero playoff wins in however many seasons, you know, no Super Bowl appearances since 13 years ago. I get that. But Mike McCarthy with a good team in Dallas has done what? Mike McCarthy with Aaron Rodgers did what? Sean Payton with Drew Brees for that entire time he was in New Orleans, won one Super Bowl and never made it back. Didn't even get to a second Granted, 
I'll, I'll, the caveat with Sean Payton and, and the Saints is... Don't talk about that Rams-NFC oh, championship you have to. game. You have to, because that's one of the yeah, worst you to, calls you to, ever. You have, to, you have to talk about how they had a 10-point lead in the second half. Oh, and no, I love that. You got to talk about how they got the ball first in overtime right. and Drew Brees Thank threw an you. interception. Had the chance to win that game after that penalty, so not maybe... To be, not to be critical. I, but I, I was always I was always with you. Like People saying that, and again, Aaron Rodgers is one of the most talented quarterbacks ever. Without a doubt. But to go one year over however, what, 15, 16, 17 years of a career with only not just a one win, one one appearance. shot. Yeah, one one yes. appearance. Same with Drew. Wouldn't call it great. Wouldn't call it great. So I'm with you. Moats, I got issues with you, what, big guy. What would you call having like 40 years of Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers and only... Two Winning Super Bowls two to Super show Bowls. for it. Yeah, three appearances. Three three shots, right. Wouldn't call it great. That's an hour in the books with our buddy, young Jacob. On the other side, I got a bye week burning question for him that we'll start with. We got Brian Backo, more of your tweets. It's all happening in the electric factory. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.